Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide number five. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Slack. Discussions, questions, and answers, and a place to talk tech with your friends. The Mac Voices Slack is available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices and join in. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, the holidays are, are bearing down on us. In fact, one of them may have already run over us by the time you see this. But that uh, is no reason not to continue picking great holiday gifts. And so this is Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide number five. And by now, the gift pickings are getting a little tougher. In fact, they've gotten a lot tougher for me because I'm on every show, so I've got to come up with <laughs> something each time. Um, but the rules are simple here. If you haven't been here before, we do one one pick per guest. Uh, we do four rounds of picks so that, that it gives you 16, give or take, uh, ideas for terrific holiday gifts that you would like to give or maybe even get. Uh, and so feel free to forward the show on to anyone as maybe a subtle hint about something you might might like to, to receive. Um, so I'm going to introduce the panel and then we'll get to it. And I'm just going to take my screen as it appears to me. So it's probably not the way it appears to you. Um, for his first time on the Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide, actually his first time on Mac Voices, I am delighted to welcome Pete Harmon, who is also probably better known as Pilot Pete. Thank you, Chuck. It's great to be here. Now I've got to come up with four new picks, though, since it's gifts I could want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, did, did you, you didn't get that I part of the memo. I didn't realize that was the rule. Yeah. I'm in on that. <laughs> yeah. So you, you may change. know Pete. Yeah, you may know Pete from uh, from not only from Mac Geek Gab uh, for audiences that are here, but Pete, you also do your own podcast as well on something that is near and dear to your professional heart. Absolutely, yes. So there I was. It's how all great aviation tales begin. So uh, we're having a ball <laughs> with that. We're eighty two shows in and going strong. So we're having absolute amazing time with that, and the people that have come and talked with us. I'm just humbled and honored. So, but thank you for letting me uh, plug that. Oh uh, no, I've listened to your some of your, some, your show, and some of the stories are just like, uh, <laughs> I mean, you. It doesn't take. It doesn't take. I'm not easily rendered speechless, but some of those stories are just amazing. All right, amazing. right. And I've got the luck of having a really good co-host who is just. Uh, uh, he's a wild man. He's funny, and he's he's a natural speaker. So it, it makes a great conversation. So. Ah, that's great. Well, thank you. For, thank you for being here. It's great to have you. It's um, a privilege. I, th I think our next guest must have coordinated with Pete because they're both wearing red. <laughs> Charles Edge is back looking very festive. Charles, great to see you as always. It's great to see you too. This is my favorite uh, podcast of the year, I think. So thanks for having me. Hey, it's it's always great. Uh, we, we keep saying we need to get together for more things, and for, for some reason we never do. I guess we're both just busy, but it's 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 fun to just get friends together like this and have some laughs. Truly, speaking especially once a year, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and speaking of laughs, Kelly Gamad is here. I'm not sure what kind of segue that was, Kelly, but that's what you got. Good to have you. Well, it is a thing I've, I, people tell me that they, when they listen to a show and, and hear me laugh on it, that they know they're in for a good time. So I will say thank you. Um, I love being here. It's always a blast to be on the gift guide. Um, 
I'm a little more challenged this year because I usually try to go to extraordinary lengths to be on the first one so that nobody can take any of my picks. (laughs) (laughs) So this year it's going to be slightly more uh, like uh, increased difficulty. I'm not playing on easy mode this year. So, okay. Okay, but while I'm here, I want to point out also, I went back to look because I wanted to make sure I wasn't repeating my own picks because I do uh, come on with you every year. And I went all the way back to the very, very first one I was on and it was 2013. So this is my 10th year doing wow. gift guides with you. Wow. Nice. I didn't even realize I've been doing gift guides for, <laughs> for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, well, now I'll go get the Ben Gay, and uh, that'll be my first gift pick. Um, uh, I'll be right back. There's some kids on my lawn, and I got to go yell at them. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's get to it. Um, Pete, because I introduced you first, uh, if it's okay with you all, I'm going to take the same order, and that gives you the very first gift guide pick of gift guide number five. Okay. Thank you, Chuck. Um, actually, I wanted to mention something before the gift. I wanted uh, veterans and active duty military to be aware that Apple offers you a 10% discount. If you go to the bottom of their site, There's a, it says active and military veterans. If you click on that, then it takes you to a thing called ID.me where you verify your status and it takes you back to the Apple store and you get your discount. And it isn't just Apple. There's all kinds of stores that do that, but but I wanted to mention that up first. So if you're a veteran or active military, save some coin by by doing that. Oh, that um, that's, my first that is, gift. That is, I, I want to say that is so good. I did not know Apple did that. So that's a, an extra nice either. gift for the, uh, for the folks that help keep us in the, yeah. the state we're in. So yeah, right. very cool. I pre- and I really appreciate that Apple does that. Uh, it saved me a couple dollars over the years. So, <laughs> um, so my first uh, pick is, and I'll hold it up for the camera for those of you that are watching, uh, is uh, custom slate coasters. Now, in my case, uh, I happened to, uh, about three years ago, when my daughter started flying, uh, I went, oh, I can't afford to rent. It's actually going to be cheaper to buy, and I'll get some of my money back. Well, I bought an airplane, and my tail number, as you can see on this coaster, is in November 1-2 Tango Romeo. And so I got four coasters with airplane instruments on them. But you aren't limited to that. You can have them custom made for, let's say you like to scuba dive, have a scuba logo put on there or the logo of, say, your favorite podcast or fraternity, sorority, college, company, whatever it is, you can get them custom laser etched by a company called robinsbirdbraindesigns.com. And she also has, I'll mention here, there's a a bit.ly link. It's a bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Robins Etsy. And she does all kinds of really cool things from the nativity scene to Christmas ornaments uh, with, you know, with a dog bone with your dog's name on it or your child's picture. You can have one of your children's drawings of a, like, for instance, she had a child in her life recently that drew a dinosaur. Well, she made that dinosaur laser etched onto a piece of, uh, Oh, it's it wasn't plexiglass, but uh, now I'm thinking. Don't get old; it's bad for your memory. I, I can't think of the material, <laughs> but it's a clear material <laughs> that she that she then made into a nightlight. And so this little boy had his dinosaur oh. drawing made into a nightlight that they plug in. So it, awesome. Robin can do all these cool laser etch gifts. So if if you'll reach out to her if you have a question about something that could be done, 
She's at Robin at robinsbirdbraindesigns.com. But so Custom Coasters is her number one product, uh, new lower price this year. And she's got, uh, uh, like I say, an Etsy store. Uh, we'll get the link up with that, bit.ly slash Robin's Etsy. And all kinds of things, like I say, ornaments, nativity scenes, Halloween scenes, Valentine stuff, earring of the month club. So a lot of the point behind this, I guess, is custom laser edge gift shows you put a lot of thought into getting somebody that gift. And she asked that you be done by you order by December 15th in order to guarantee Christmas arrival. I think that that's, I mean, first of all, any personalized gift is such a great idea, but the idea that you could take a kid's drawing and you know make something out of it for them is just phenomenal. And it, if not, then just for any any of us that are well chronologically not kids anymore, uh, maybe you could take something that we've <laughs> right. done and and make it a custom thing. So very nice. Yeah, thank you. Very nice. Yeah. Okay, okay, Charles, are, is yours going to be customizable or are you going to go really oh, geeky yeah. on us this year? Well, both. Um, (laughs) It's always best when it's both. Um, So mine is going to be an inexpensive 3D printer. Um, It's the Weedo Tina 2. You can get them for $110 probably. Um, It's not going to last a long time. You're not going to print for more than 1,000 hours probably. It's a kid's printer basically. You're not going to do anything super fancy, but I have a couple of things that I can show So I printed this banana stand and designed it so I can now put my bananas on a banana stand because (laughs) I, I wouldn't run out to target. Um, so this is not one of my designs, but if you love the labyrinth, like my family does labyrinth door knockers, um, and the thing comes out, um, and I, I just love the fact that the kids can make their own things. And that could be that they go into a tool and they get a lot of these tools from school for free and design them. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that they found something on one of the sites like Thingiverse, downloaded it, popped it into the printer. And a few hours later, here out comes this, hopefully it printed properly, but the, this thing, the thing I like about this printer specifically a lot of the challenges with 3D printing, leveling the printer, um, probably leveling the printer is the biggest one. It, it kind of auto-corrects a bunch of that stuff. So it auto-levels. You don't have to do any of that. Um, nice. It is a pretty small format. Uh, so I could show, like I just finished painting this. It came off a resin printer. Um, it's not going to do anything quite so fancy, but it's... Uh, it's pretty bulletproof. It can do like those cute little articulated toys where you can have a butterfly and move it around and it flaps its wings. Um, print in place, they call that, I think, sometimes, where it's just one piece and it does all this crazy stuff. So, um, you know, if you've got kids, toys, especially the ones with electronics in them, are now almost that expensive anyways. They probably last less long than the things the kids are going to print with the printer or that the printer will last. So I really like that little printer. I've had a couple other people in the Mac community. It's got janky Mac software, but it's got Mac software. So (laughs) (laughs) for slicing the designs into, into the printer. So, um, the other thing I would say is they have a Wi-Fi version. That's like a hundred or like 50 bucks more. 
I wouldn't bother. The Wi-Fi features suck. No offense <laughs> to the designers. No, what do you but really a think? A lot of offense to the designers. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ch- Charles, this is probably unfair because it's going to vary so much, but what what kind of price do you have for the uh, the raw material? I mean, in other words, what – It doesn't vary how much that much. Mature- I mean, how much? Yeah. Well, how much would you need to, to spend to make that banana stand or the door knocker? Uh, they both probably cost me anywhere from ten to twenty-five cents to print. Oh, um, yeah. So a, a full a spool of filament is about twenty to forty dollars, according to what it is. They have filament that's infused with wood fiber or carbon fiber now, um, and that can get a little more pricey. But the base basic filament um i've seen black friday deals as low as 15 bucks a a roll and that roll according to what you're printing can last a month or two so i would say the banana stand probably cost me about a nickel each to print and the door knockers maybe a quarter okay that's nice i mean i had no no concept of that and that that really would encourage me to look at something like this because even if you make a bunch of mistakes it's not like you're throwing five ten fifteen dollars away every time as you learn yeah it's the time and aggravation with the mistakes but uh, this printer specifically i mean it's built for kids so it does a lot of stuff like you can't turn off various things that you would turn off on a a better printer because like I have a bamboo lapse printer that cost about 1500 bucks. Um, and I can do anything on that thing. Uh, resin printers, which use liquid plastic instead of rolls of rolled up filament. Um, I don't want the kids around their resin. It's toxic, you know? Um, so I, I do that stuff in the office, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a great little printer. It, um, you know, I would, I would order it through a place with an easy return policy because, like a lot of these mass produced things, they can show up busted, you know, but once you get it on and going, it's on autopilot and it's a great little, little gadget for the house. Is it available to any brick and mortar or is it only online? Do you know? I've only bought them on Amazon. So, um, I, I know that there are printers that are about the same price range, like the Creality that are available at electronic stores, brick and mortar. Um, those are larger format and they're a lot more complicated. Typically Um, there's a lot more stuff that can go wrong. And I find the kids have zero patience and I've already got enough tech support to do in my day job. (laughs) And I don't want to be their 3d printer tech support, you know? (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. That's the, uh, the, I think the first, in fact, I know it is the first 3d printer pick we've had this year. So, or anything associated with it. So nice job. Kelly, let's see just how challenged you are. (laughs) Uh, Well, so, okay. So there's uh, the first one I'm going to pick is also custom um, because you order ahead and you, you get them in person. And that is, and Chuck, you know, that this is dear to my heart, the zippy pouch. So um, there's a place called ultralight sacks. And um, I have three, I think, now from from these guys. Um, and you can get them in custom sizes. So that's one of the nice things about it. So they sew out of um, uh, various interesting uh, fabrics and things that you can use. 
and part of the reason that I and part of the reason I know about them is because Mr. Kelly is a hiker. And so um, he's always looking for the gear, you know, to to shave off an ounce, give me the lighter version of the thing. Um, and then, uh, you know, then you can you can you, you have more room for food, your your bags, not as heavy, you know, um, that sort of thing. So um part of what I like about them is that you can choose different colors. They have uh, different things with zippers. They have some like roll top uh, dry bags, which are, you know, completely waterproof. Uh, the zipper on mine here, let me uh, hold this up. Uh, the zipper on mine is waterproof and the, the fabric itself is resistant. So this is a reasonably durable one. Um, I got this one in this particular size to hold, um, my Roku and its uh, HDMI cable and, and what have you. So, um, you know, here's one for this uh, to hold all of that together in one place. So uh, like if you are a person who travels with uh, a Roku stick or a Fire TV or something like that and you need an HDMI cable and the remote and a couple of double A's and the actual thing that plugs into the back of the TV, you can stick all of it in one of these. You can get them in different colors. So like the red one is this, the blue one is that, the green is whatever. And um, if you contact them, they, it says that they are available to do custom sizes. So if you need something very, very big, very, very small, you can always just reach out and uh, get something from them. I've been really happy with mine so far. And um, they're reasonably inexpensive considering that, that what you're getting is very, very durable and uh, custom made and super awesome. So... Um, I like them. They're, like I said, reasonably priced compared to what a lot of other stuff goes for that I've seen Mr. Kelly shop for when it comes to, um, you know, packing cubes and and zippy pouches to put your stuff together. So um, I've liked them very much so far. And uh, that's my first pick. Nice pick. Kelly, I think you and I share this particular affliction. I'm not sure if Pete and Charles do, but I know a lot of our friends do. We have a bag problem. Um, we, we, we like we like bags. Well, whether, speak for yourself. I don't think it's a problem. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean backpacks, but but just any kind of organizational bags. Um, yeah, I, I don't think enough people because inevitably, all the electronics we we all love come with sooner or later. They come with an extra little bit or piece that you got to figure out a way to to keep. And so yeah. I've I've taken to taking those little bits and pieces and maybe any documentation that comes with it as long as it's small enough and trying to find a bag or a or something to put it in. So it's all together. And that, yeah, yeah exactly. I have one of these. Exactly. Yeah. The go-to, which is super awesome because it doesn't come open even in my backpack and all the little parts. So like the teeny little USB-C adapter, um, a pin I got from that thing that time, uh, the end for an HDMI cable, like all the little bits and bobs that, you know, like um, like a couple micro SD cards are in the bottom of this because once I snap this on, no matter what I do to it, that's going to sound awesome on the podcast. Um, it doesn't it doesn't come open until I want it to. And so I have um, a number of these that are nearby. I mean, right here on the show, I just reached over and picked it up because there's always one in my vicinity when I'm sitting at my desk because they hold all the little bits and pieces that you're talking about. Yeah. But even, I mean, and I agree with you completely on the backpack thing, but even just a, at home in your house, you know, I inevitably mm -hmm. can't find that extra little adapter or that extra little plug that came with the darn thing. And then you got to go to Amazon and try to find one that fits. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nice, nice little, nice little subtle pick. I like it. Yeah. Um, for my first round pick, I'm going to go a little bit bigger, but I think feel like this addresses a a problem. If it's a problem for you, then it's a problem. If it's not, then it's not. But the uh, the recent MacBooks, the newest MacBooks, uh, the M1, uh, the M3s, excuse me, have all been getting, and the iMac too, have been getting a bit of a bad rap because they can allegedly only support one external display. Uh, I'm going to tell you to check out the OWC Thunderport 3 dual DisplayPort adapter. This will take one uh, one port and turn it into two uh, two outputs for two monitors. So one will be the native M3 supported monitor, and the other one will be going through DisplayPort. And therefore, you can drive up to three monitors. Um, this is a great way to add more monitors to whatever Mac. I'm, I'm picking on the M3s right now just because it's been such a discussion about that. But uh, so you are not as as limited as you might think you are. You're just going to use a third-party solution. And because it's OWC, that means you've got great tech support. You've got easy return policies. You've got everything you can want in trying to purchase something like this and try it out. So it's it's not that expensive when it comes to trying to pick something that will be uh, enhancing your pro- productivity the way that an extra monitor can, or extra two, or extra three. Uh, so go and go and check it out. Um, OWC Thunderbolt three dual DisplayPort adapter. And by the way, it supports it. up to four K nice. at sixty hertz. Sorry. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the price point on that? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't don't have it, um, Pete. Sorry, I, I usually I usually don't do that just because the prices can vary so much over it's the holidays. True, they can, yeah. You know that you, by all means, you know, put it on a list and see if if you can get a deal on it. But if not, it's well worth the retail price. Nice. All right, so that's round one. We went everywhere from slate to bags and and printers. Um, I like it. I like it. Pete, yeah. round two. Well, as I stated pre-show, I've, I have two tech gifts and two non-tech gifts. So this second one is also a, a non-tech gift, but it it's an amazing uh, Christmas story uh, with with an aviation twist, as it will, and uh, it probably simplest if I just tell you that uh, the, the name of the book is The Angel of Christmas, and the short review I wrote for it was Climb into the Cockpit of an F-16 Viper with Jedi, that's his call sign, and enjoy spectacular views of the aurora as you back, bask in the serenity of a calm December night, high above the clouds, paddling against the headwinds fueled by a winter storm below. When things begin to deteriorate, feel the discomfort grow to fear and even a little terror. This is no milk run after all. Confidence, calm, introspection, fear, and gratitude and regret are only some of the emotions that Roger Johnson evokes in your heart on this journey that we're all on, whether we know it or not. Be forewarned, this flight is not for the faint of heart. It is a twist, and there's a twist at the end that will have you gripped with gratitude that you picked up this book and read it. So The Angel of Christmas by Roger Johnson, available on Amazon. Uh, Probably little. 130 pages, maybe a little less. A couple hours, you can read it. Great book. I really enjoyed it. I I, want to stop the podcast and read it right now, Pete, based on that description. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of do, too. That was evocative. 
Yeah. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, folks, we'll be back later. Um, so <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Just hit pause. Yeah, just hit pause. Go go buy the book, read yeah. it, then come back and finish up the guide. Um, no, that, yeah. that sounds really interesting. I had the pleasure of meeting Roger several years ago. He's a retired Air Force pilot, retired commercial pilot. Um, and he writes of what he knows and, and is very good at it. So. Very nice. Very nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Charles, pick number two. Yeah, all of mine are techie gifts. Just a warning. I have no <laughs> non-techie gifts. <laughs> so my second one um, would be the meter, M-E-A-T-E-R. And uh, it's a meat probe that uses Bluetooth. The thing I like about this thing is I get a prompt when my insert whatever food I'm cooking here, whether it's in the grill or in the oven, hits that exact temperature I want it to be. And then I can immediately run in there and grab it and pull it out. So rather than set the crock pot to eight hours and then come back and it's a little overdone or uh, the oven to, you know, I'm baking salmon, it doesn't always hit the right temperature at exactly 20 minutes. Sometimes it's 18 or 33. So Keeps me from opening the oven, pulling it out, sticking it back in, etc. But I love this thing. Um, and I really like how, whether it's this or the, uh, there are a couple of grills with these probes built into them where I don't even have to unlock my phone anymore. I just, you know, it's right there as a complication on my watch or on my phone's home screen, lock screen. Christ. So yeah, huge for me. Um, because I'm a lazy cook, basically. <laughs> I had no idea that the uh, the watch could be a kitchen accessory. So, uh, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. A complication for your for your watch for your dinner. <laughs> well, not everything is a time either. Like you know, Thanksgiving dinner is kind of breathing down all of our necks right now. And you know, when you put the turkey in, like the turkey needs to hit a, a certain temperature, and there's not. It's always kind of in the vicinity of a certain amount of time. Yeah, so it's not like at three hours on the dot at X pounds you can take it out and everything's great. Like you know, there's a lot of other variables that you know. Is your oven old? Are you at a very high elevation? You know, all those kinds of things can also mess with how long it takes to do stuff. So um, I have a similar probe like that for, um, for the oven and it's much, it, it has made it possible to continue to use my oven instead of getting a new one because the temperature is sometimes just Same. sort of a suggestion. So yeah, it's, it's a lot easier to, yeah. to make sure that I'm getting, that I'm getting the results I desire. Sometimes it takes a little longer than I wanted or a little less time than I wanted, but at least now I know I've got what I, what I wanted and it's not, you know, serving everybody a, sh you know, shoe leather for dinner or something. So. Right. I, my yeah. oven is 20 plus years old and it definitely needs to be replaced. But with this thing, I've gotten an extra, at least three or four years out of it. Um, yeah. So that, that for me is huge, but also like you want meat at the minimum for the most part temperature that it's safe mm -hmm. to eat. And yeah, it, you know, that way it retains all of its, and there are other things you can do like, Oh, let me pan fry it for a second and then throw it in the oven, you know, to lock yeah. stuff in. But in general, I, I found 
I cook way better now. Um, and I've never been a very good cook. I'm still not, but I'm better than I was. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, and both you and Kelly made great points. You know, Kelly doesn't want to serve shoe leather, but you also want to serve something that is safe and, and that you can be assured is safe. There's, there's nothing worse than getting something that is not done thoroughly. So, I mean, I'll, I'll take shoe leather over that any day. So. You don't want it mooing when you bring it out? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> for, for health reasons, exactly, Pete. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. Good, Charles. Good. Kelly, round two. Okay. Um, I uh, I have a, uh, another pick I'm going to have to uh, run and grab because uh, it's upstairs and I didn't realize I hadn't grabbed it to come down with me. But I'm going to pick this, which I think – might be a repeat, but I think it's um, still worth uh, promoting because people are starting to go more places now. There used to be a lot less, um, you know, unless unless you're Pete. Uh, a lot of people haven't spent as much time in planes the last few years, and that's sort of kind of back on the upswing. And when you have to travel, you want to be able to uh, get to your entertainment and stuff because, uh, you know, you want to take your own things with you to listen to or read or whatever on the plane. And I have this happy little uh, deal from a, a company called SF Bags. And I'm going to find, uh, well, the company is Waterfield Designs. And uh, they are, um, the website is sfbags.com. And I just want to make sure I get the name of this right. And um, it is a, um, it's a really nice uh, way to travel. So it's a nice little, um, uh, it's got a, a pocket in the back for uh, your iPad, and then it's got a place to put your pencil, and uh, it's got a couple of, of uh, larger pockets on the inside for your adapters and whatnot, your little container of, of adapters and what have you that you need, uh, you know, when you get on the plane. Uh, and then the front pocket is a nice flat pocket that you can put stuff in, but it's also got two uh, things here. So I have like my own iPhone and I also have a work phone. So, um, like when I'm traveling, I'll put my work phone in there. So I know I have it. Uh, I can throw whatever chargers in there I need. And, uh, the whole thing fits really nicely in that pocket in the front or, in, you know, on the, on the seat in front of you, uh, which also again, very handy. Um, Careful, don't donate to the seat gods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, don't forget it. Well, right now it fits with room to spare. So, you know, it's possible that uh, you might end up with, you know, it, it, it's possible uh, that might change. But as of this recording, uh, it fits in that front seat in that front seat pocket with room to spare. And it is called the Air Caddy. And, um, they uh, talked to a lot of their customers who are like frequent flyers. And so you can get this for uh, the 12.9 iPad. You can get it for the regular iPad. You can get it. Uh, I have the the 11 inch iPad size here. Uh, you can get it in an iPad mini size, which will fit in the front. You know, like this one fits in the seat pocket. The 13 inch iPad one probably doesn't. Um, but it also makes it really nice because I can throw my headphones in here because I use um, AirPods Pro when I travel, not uh, like over ears. So I can throw my AirPods in here. I can have a battery in here just in case. A couple of uh, cables, my little plug in charger. Uh, you know, if you are lucky enough to fly on a, a like Alaska plane where, you know, they have a plug in at everything so you can charge your stuff. 
Um, so I can throw all of that in here. And then once I'm on the plane, all I have to do is reach into my bag and pull this out. And I've got everything that I want while I'm uh, sitting there waiting to get to my destination. So um, this uh, I really like a lot. It travels really well. I'm able to throw it in my bag with everything else. It always comes out looking really nice. Um, it comes in a few other colors. I have the the blue uh, leather one. There's uh, some other one, some other colors available. They do the waxed canvas, which is uh, a thing I know um, Waterfield particularly is kind of known for is that waxed canvas they have. And they do some uh, super durable nylon ones as well. And uh, this is, uh, uh, I've, I've used it a bunch. I've used it on cross-country flights and it just makes it really easy. Um, I still have some where I have to print out a boarding pass and things like that. So I can always throw that in the front. And I always know where uh, where that is in case I need it. So um, it makes it a lot more convenient to travel and just less things to juggle when you're trying to get through security and put on your shoes and everything else. Very nice. Love Waterfield it. makes such great stuff. They, they always do. Yeah. It's it's such high quality. So A quick moment yeah. of vulnerability. When you lifted it up, I tried to look inside it. I'm like, oh, let me look. Yeah. <laughs> well, nothing, there's nothing very exciting in it right now. Um yeah, but I bought a cameras. notebook the other a little <laughs> <laughs> I bought a little tiny notebook the other day and that's like the most interesting thing that's in there. Um the only other thing in here that's probably of note is uh the cable that Mike already picked because he and I talked about it before and I went this cable is amazing you totally need one and Mike sniped it cuz he was on the first gift guide. Um so there you go Charles. There's the the grand tour like the grand tour of most of what I will publicly admit to having in here. Um but it's it's super durable and it, and like I use it just casually. Like if I'm headed to somebody's house, like I might need my iPad for something. I can just throw it in here and I can grab this and take it with me. And I've kind of got everything in one place and makes it, um, makes it super handy. So like, I mean, even just like the inside is a nice light color so that when you open it up and you're looking inside it, you can see what's in there, which is also another thing that Waterfield does that I really like. So shout out to them. I have a few other of their bags I know I've recommended. I don't know if I've done this specifically, but yeah, this one I like a lot. Yeah, I'm sensing a theme. That's why I have to go upstairs and get something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's funny because I'm I'm so not a bag guy. I have the same laptop bag that I bought mm-hmm. on my very first work trip after college. Like, wow. And I'm not going to say how old I am <laughs> then <laughs> because you, I'm old. Then but. you lucked into a very good bag. That's what I'll say. Like, it suits I, your needs. I, I think so. Yeah. 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 And it's held up. I'm surprised. It's, I don't know how I've been out of college like 70 or 80 it's, years. It's, it's still rocking. Yeah. You know, well done you. I like it. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I kind of made the, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I kind of had made that comment about, you know, don't donate to the seat gods. I would find some hook is what we call it in aviation for safety is hook, hook your memory that you've got that, that thing in the, in the seat pocket in front of you, because if it does slip down or you're in a hurry to get off. I, I we had one time oh, we were yeah. traveling back from Hawaii together as a family. And just as they were closing oh. the door, we, we were split up. I was about 10 rows in front of my, uh, my wife and two kids. And, uh, about the time they were closing the door my wife goes by and goes, she forgot our iPad. I'll see you in Boston and got off the airplane. I'm like, uh, uh, Oh, what? no. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, my daughter had donated her 
her iPad to the previous flight. Fortunately, my wife at the time was still an active flight attendant and was able to get back down the jetway on the previous flight and go and grab oh, it. But wow, just like you know, That's real lucky. forehead slap on that. You know, yeah, <laughs> it is so easy to donate. Oh to yeah, the, to the seat yeah. gods, as they say. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also really love that bag, so I keep a close eye on it in general. Anyway, so. At least for me so far, it hasn't happened, knock on wood, but, um, you know, we'll, right. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. At least leave your name and address in there somewhere too. So if someone yeah. does find it. Yeah. Yeah. A, a chance. Yeah. That, that's yeah. something that I, I developed a long time ago yeah. is when I'm getting off the plane, it's like I go, th- I go through my own pockets. I go through the seat pockets. I go through everything, try, you know, lean over and just see don't go it. through the pockets of the guy sitting next to you. Chuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> If, if he's asleep, or if you do, don't get caught. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, don't get yes. caught. There you go. Exactly. Hi, Dave. <laughs> so my my second round pick deserves a little bit of of explanation because I saw these in use a lot at any the NAB show this year. I don't know if it's epidemic among video producers or folks that work with video or not. But this is um, an afterplug external hard drive travel pouch, okay? But instead of a, a pouch that, you know, you would tuck in your backpack, this is a little adhesive pouch. It's more like a, almost a pocket that you place on the top of your MacBook or MacBook Pro lid. And then you can slide a, a, a small, one of the small thin SSDs in and basically now it becomes part of your laptop and it's it's fabric so you know it's but it's a durable fabric so i mean could you tear it yeah i guess you could if you really tried but it's not easily torn and then you run a small short usb cable from that external hard drive into the port on your macbook or macbook pro and now you have expandable storage that travels with you doesn't move and if you're pulling it out and working and for some reason you need to move like in an airplane or somewhere else where you need to be using what's on that external drive it's staying right there there's no chance of the the plug being pulled out or anything like that Um, as a supplement to this i i will also have in the show notes a short right angle usb cable that you can use that is perfect for this. That way it solves some of the potential torque issue uh, and wearing out that cable. So it is just a great little thing. I never th- I've never I've never been one to customize my, my MacBooks or anything with stickers or anything like that simply because I, I like the the austerity of it. Um, and But I also u- usually have a case, a hard shell case on my laptops. And this attaches to that hard shell case just fine and if you don't use it you never even know it's there if you do use it then there's just a little hump that you may have to pay a little attention to when sliding your your computer in and out of uh, a laptop sleeve but other than that for those of us that traffic in large video files it's a great way to have that extra storage and not be chewing up that internal ssd all the time um, and it's 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 a very inexpensive little thing. It's like twelve dollars, um, not including the, uh, the the right angle cable. But so if if you have that need, or if you find that you're moving around a lot and you're 
you know, you have a, con a drive connected. Because I'm sure we've all done, the, you know, the little plate dance of trying to balance the computer on one hand and then carry the, the external drive in the other or something equally crazy. Um, this just eliminates that problem completely. So check it out. It's, it's very, very nice. Very cool. And it satisfies cool. Kelly's need for incessant bags. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I told you we it's share a that, tiny Charles. Bag. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a little and cute, yeah. Yep, it's a tiny little bag. It, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think it. I don't. Yeah, it does come in colors. I'm wrong. It does come in colors. I just. Oh well, okay. I now just I need got one. black. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good need to have, Kelly. To be <laughs> organized is better than not. <laughs> right. That's the next next gift I'd pick. Charles is the T-shirt with that on it. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, Charles, and Kelly are back in the next edition of Mac Voices to finish up Holiday Gift Guide Number Five with more great picks and a whole lot of laughs. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices each month. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at BackbeatMedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at Cashfly.com.